Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hi, this is Linda Thompson, your host for The Author Show. I've read horror stories of the Spanish Inquisition, but never did I realize that the Inquisition took place on the North American continent as well. I was delighted to learn of returning author Marcia Fine's latest book, Hidden Ones, A Veil of Memories, which addresses the plight of migrants fleeing in search of a better and safe life. Hidden Ones is set in 17th century Mexico and in some aspects is remarkably similar to what's happening today. Marcia Fine joins us today to tell us the story of the Crispin family in Hidden Ones. Marcia, welcome back to the Author Show. Oh, thank you so much, Linda. Marcia, first of all, it's a real pleasure to talk with you again. It's been several years. And will you please give us a quick overview of Hidden Ones, A Veil of Memories? Of course. Hidden Ones is the true story of a grandmother who was arrested during the Inquisition in Mexico. And what happens with her family, her relationship with her daughter, it's kind of a story of the picture of faith under fire, because these are people who were previously converted and who are still not fully following the Catholic faith. I've been both intrigued with and horrified by tales of the Inquisition, and I'm curious about what served as the inspiration for you to write Hidden Ones. Oh, that's a good question, Linda. I don't like anything violent. However, when I realized that the Inquisition happened in North America, and it happened right under our feet here in Arizona, because the Spanish had control of the Southwest Territories, all of the lower part of the United States, and they did what they wanted. They were very vicious and cruel, and I wanted to know how people survived, and part of it is is because so many people today throughout the Southwest are finding out that their relatives were here during that time period. That's a little spooky. So tell me, while writing your book, were you picturing any particular type of reader? I was. I really like people who are curious, people who want to learn about a forgotten piece of Mexican and Jewish history, people who like historical fiction. This is all new information for most of us. Is Hidden Ones similar to anything else we may have read? No, I don't think so. It's not violent, but I really try to explore what the toll is on people who can't be free. And that's a very big issue. These people are forced to believe one thing, but inside they believe something else. That's a tremendous conflict. You've written satire mysteries, and historical fiction. Do you have a favorite genre, or do you like to mix it up? I do like to mix it up a bit, and I'm still always drawn to satire, because who doesn't like to laugh? But my passion and interest is in historical fiction. I like exploring parts of history that take us back there so that we really have an understanding of why these people behaved the way they did, made those decisions, and how it influences us still today. I'm an avid fan of historical fiction, Marcia, so I must ask, how much of Hidden Ones is fact and how much is fiction? 
in Hidden Ones, it is based on fact. It has to be true. And I do have real characters in there that live during that time period. However, I take all that history and I weave it into a story about a family. And actually, my main character, Clara, the grandmother, is a real person. I found her in the archives. It was a case where the Inquisition arrested a grandmother and held her in prison, and I kept thinking, what must they be thinking? How threatening could this little old lady be? (laughs) And then I researched around that to see how the Jews actually got to Mexico. And that was very, very interesting. I do write about true people like, his name was Hernando Alonso, and he was a hero in the Spanish military. He came over to Mexico in early 1500s, 1521, with Hernan Cortez, and he helped build 13 bridges so the Spanish could bring supplies into the country. And they rewarded him by giving him land, and he ironically became a pig farmer. Very interesting. So (laughs) in Spain, the Spanish Inquisition tended to practice just abominable cruelty up to and including burning people. Did that type of cruelty happen in Mexico as well? Unfortunately, yes. They held what are called auto-defes. Translated, auto-defe means an act of faith. They were spectaculars put on by the civil authorities and the church to make an example of people, to teach them a lesson. And the book actually starts with the aftermath of one of the largest auto defes that happened in the New World. It was 1649, and it went on for three days. 20,000 people from Mexico City came to watch, and 20,000 more people came from the surrounding rural areas. So this was a spectacle and a spectacular. They paraded the prisoners' through the streets, they exhumed bodies, the conical hat that we know as a dunce hat, that's where that was used when people were forced to wear San Benitos and this weird hat on their head, and they did burn people alive. In fact, I was fortunate enough to connect with a PhD student who was writing about that particular auto de fe, and in those years, they used the two words relaxed and reconciled when they talked about an auto de fe. Reconciled means the people came back to the church. They were given some punishments and some penances, but they came back to the church. The people who were relaxed, and in this case, as in almost all cases, more women than men were murdered, relaxed men put to death. So that's what happened in 1649, and the book actually opens with them taking down these 200 scaffoldings they built. They had velvet pillows for all the people to sit and watch from the mm. head of the church and the civil authorities. And so I paint the scene of just this complete horror and how normal it is. Boy, you're giving me cold chills, Marcia. So tell me, uh, let's get off of that. And let me ask, will anyone from the Crespin family return to us in a sequel or a series? That's such a great question because 
a lot of people are reading the book now. It came out recently, and so I am getting comments that people want to know what happened to the next generations. <laughs> so I'm considering that. Are you writing anything new now? I am not. I am strictly working on the marketing of this book. However, I have time set aside this summer to start my next project. As I said in my intro, I had no idea that the horrors of the Inquisition occurred in North America. How much research was required to write about that time of our history? It was a lot of research because... There hasn't been so much written about the Mexican Inquisition. We hear about the Spanish Inquisition and the Portuguese one. And there were also inquisitions and buildings and palaces built in Lima, Peru. That was actually the first one in the New World in 1570. Then they did Mexico City in 1571 because this became extremely profitable. And then they did Cartagena, Colombia. And people from those countries sometimes don't even know that there was an inquisition there. I should mention that in order to do the research, I actually went to Mexico City. I toured the inquisition building. And ironically, the inquisition building, which takes up many, many blocks, is now the medical school. However, it's the part of the medical school where they dissect the bodies. So I found that quite ironic as I was thinking about that standing in one of the former cells. Okay, now we're back to cold chills again. So I've got to ask this, Marcia. When you were doing the research and when you were writing this story, did it take an emotional toll on you? Oh, yes, because you have to go to a dark place to write something like this. However, there's nothing violent that happens in the book. It's all the shadow of that. But the threat of it is what drove people. And the threat of harm is what drives most people to leave their countries, to seek something else. Most people just want to be left in peace. Is there a message in Hidden Ones that you would like readers to remember? Yes, I would. I think there's a very strong message of faith and family to hold on to that faith. That's what gets these people through the very tough times. And family, they stick together. They love one another. Yes, there are conflicts. However, they move as a unit Will you share with our listeners an excerpt from Hidden Ones, A Veil of Memories? Oh, sure. I'd love to. It's in the very first chapter, so I'm not spoiling anything because you know the grandmother's getting arrested, and it's early in the morning. Three monks in brown robes have come before the first light of dawn to stand in our living space. They are outlined in the light of the fire. I watch my grandmother's face as they offer soothing words. Do not worry. We are not here to harm you. Merely a brief inquiry, Doña Clara. It is nothing. Do not be anxious. My grandmother's expression shifts from one of calm acceptance to ferocious protest. She knows this is not a social visit. She assumes they have come for her. It has happened to many before her. Gossip buzzing through our community, swarms of bees ready to sting those under suspicion. No, I will not go. 
I have done nothing wrong, she says, backing up to a wall. Our small quarters do not make it easy to escape out back to our donkey in its small shelter or through the courtyard past our wall to the street. I am shocked to see these men frightening my grandmother. I stand self-conscious in my nightclothes, the shawl pulled across me. My mother slips by me to confront them. I feel her body heat. What do you want of her? She's an old woman who rises early to start a fire and boil water for our morning coffee. Is that a crime? Senora, we do not mean to alarm anyone, but our Lord has called us to this home. She must accompany us. The authorities have questions. We are only here to pray for her safe return. My mother clenches her fists. Two of the men lead her to a door as more men in uniforms enter. The monks slip away in the opalescent light of dawn. Oh, my. Marsha, <laughs> where can we learn more about you? about all of your other books, and most of all, where can we purchase Hidden Ones, A Veil of Memories? I do have a website, marciafine.com, and it's spelled M-A-R-C-I-A-F-I-N-E.com. And I'm also online at all booksellers. You can order an e-book, paperback copy, and I even have some audio books. Marsha, I am truly delighted to have the opportunity to talk with you about Hidden Ones, A Veil of Memories. It's through books such as yours that we can take a look at history, compare with what's happening today, and learn that some things just never change, and yet some things sometimes do. Thank you for sharing the Crispin story with us, and I'd love to invite you to come back when you publish your next book. Thank you so much, Linda. It's a pleasure. A well-researched and compelling story based on a little-known aspect of the Inquisition. The persecution of Sephardic Jews in New Spain was a revelation to me. You learn all about the traditions, time period, and the culture of these, quote, hidden Jews, unquote, and the sense the daily terror that they lived through while trying to keep their religion alive in secret. You find yourself rooting for the strong women at the center of the story. A great read. That was a review for Hidden Ones that I found in a perfect way to close our show today, and I thank you for listening. Please visit theauthorshow.com to listen to other featured authors. These interviews are available to book buyers worldwide, on demand every day, 24-7. And for those who like audiobooks, please check out our audiobook store at theaudiobookmarket.com. If you have written a book and would like to be a guest on the show, visit theauthorshow.com, complete the interview request form, and we will contact you shortly thereafter. The Author Show is a great way to market your book by getting in front of your target audience with a high-quality interview that will make a real impact. Please visit us again as we continue to bring you great books and really interesting authors on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.